Hi, I'm Haley Leach. I'm Matthew Leach. And welcome to Puzzle in Progress. This podcast is for those on the autism spectrum or their friends and family to learn how to navigate an autism diagnosis from a sibling's perspective and from someone on the autism spectrum. In this episode, Matthew and I will be talking to Alexis Warshaw, the manager of field development for Autism Speaks Heartland. We hope our conversation with Alexis will provide some insight as to what Autism Speaks and their employees do for those on the spectrum. So welcome, Alexis. Thank, Thank you for you. being here. And if you just want to provide a little bit of background on your role with Autism Speaks and your responsibilities. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be on here. Um, so just a little bit background of myself, um, how I kind of got started. I was in high school and there was always this group of kind of sped kids that went to lunch in between the two lunches and I just always saw them like briefly in a past but I never really got to interact with them as much um and then there was this one day that I just saw how happy they were and how much I really wanted to kind of just be their friend so my best friend and I started skipping our lunch to go to their lunch um and then from that point on I kind of just saw that there was a calling there was a passion my heart always felt so warm afterwards and I just wanted to continue that feeling um and supporting them in any way that I can so um just from that point I kind of started with Special Olympics started as a volunteer unified coach coordinator health fitness I mean anything they asked me to do I said yes um just because I really like to help and uh just new ways new ideas new perspectives I think is always good um, and then it kind of just led me to this position here in Heartland. Mm-hmm. Um, as a field developer, it is really great to kind of develop these relationships with families, service providers, and companies um, that want to have any relationships with that want or have any relationships with autism. And then I just kind of bring them together um, for one great cause in a community event, um, such as this walk coming up on Saturday, October 7th at the Upper Muni Lot. Yes, we're Matthew and I are super excited to attend and we'll get into kind of our connection with Autism Speaks and what we're doing here in a little bit. All right. So I actually do have a few questions. And one of them is, how does Autism Speaks help autistic people in general? Yeah, Matthew, that is a great question. Um, We help in many ways, uh, just solely on the autismspeaks.org website. uh, You'll find resources and toolkits from the moment a child is diagnosed through each developmental milestone they have throughout life. Um, Another way Autism Speaks supports this community is through our amazing autism response team. We call them ART. Um, They are basing in information and referral support uh, to the autism community through phone, email, or live chat. Um, They are our little hotline for anything for the families. Um, And their team like really does specialize on providing personalized information, support, resources um, for those families, individuals, and and find those providers in their area. Um, If you ever want to get in touch with autism, response team. They have, they're they available Monday through Friday, um, nine to five in each time zone. Um, and we love the number. It's 188-AUTISM2. <laughs> um, there's also a Spanish line. Um, but not only do we help the autistic people, uh, autistic individuals that way, but we also have like programs such as Workplace Inclusion Now, which kind of we're the middle person to kind of connect an employer with an employee on the spectrum looking for a job. Um, we also kind of do programs like caretakers, um, helping with any type of parent or grandparent that wants to step up and support that individual. Um, we have advocacy 
We love to employ individuals with on the spectrum. Um, we have um, the most amazing uh, employees that are on there because it just it makes it fun to be inclusive, diff, um, diverse, and then just all the different perspectives that everyone has. So it's really good. Um, I hope that answered the question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I know something that Matthew and I have spoken about recently is more so the employment aspect and helping people or those on the autism spectrum as adults. And I think um, that's really top of mind for us, of course, because Matthew is a 22-year-old adult and going to graduate college very soon and, you know, seeking employment or a master's degree. So it's great that Autism Speaks has those resources available for adults on the spectrum too. Um, But what other things um, does Autism Speaks do in local communities? Yeah, of course. I also just wanted to add real quick at that St. Louis Autism Speaks walk, Mm -hmm. we are kind of doing a pilot this year to for specifically adults, uh, adult resource tent, Um, just with my many background of just, you know, different therapies, ABA, OT, PT, I mean, you name it, I've done it all kind of thing with um, our community. And I've, I've always found myself being with the transition to adult or adolescent going to adults um, just because everyone knows like once they turn 16 or 18 in their depending state, like those services are gone mm-hmm. and it's just, they don't have that readily available services. And so this year at the St. Louis walk, we're going to have an adult resource tent where hopefully companies that are looking to employ individuals with disability will be there. Um, any type of resource, either resume building or um, independent living or transportation, things like that, that adults, you know, are looking for, we will have that hope um, most likely at the walk. So awesome. definitely check out that tent, Matthew, when you get there. <laughs> we'll check I'll... it out. We'll bring your resume. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then just like many years with that, like we'll see if we can kind of create it like in, in the forward years, maybe like a job fair or something like that. So we know that, you know, our early uh, individuals that are getting diagnosed are going to be an adult soon. So we need to make sure, and that's what Autism Speaks is dedicated to doing is providing services and support throughout that individual's life. Okay, so what other things does Autism Speaks do in local communities? Yeah, absolutely. Um, other than seeing your amazing field developer on a <laughs> daily basis, um, a lot of families and service providers see me all the time, as well as companies. I love doing little pop-ins, checking in with the family, making sure, hey, do you need any additional support with anything? Maybe it goes with school, uh, services they're looking for, as well as the providers. Hey, are you getting what you need right now? Um, I love reaching out to the providers and making sure they have our toolkits. Um, I customize these fidgets that I'm working with a sensory nonprofit organization and she's putting them in her calming kits. So I really like to um, reach out to all my connections throughout the field and every and make sure everyone does feel supported. Um, that on another thing that we do to give back to the local community. So 89 cents of every dollar that we um, fundraise and when we get with our walks and other special events goes back to the community and so to, at some type of capacity. Um, this is through our local impact grants mm-hmm. that we love so dearly. Um, and so this goes back to like families, um, nonprofit uh, service providers that are looking for extra money to do different programs. Um, and that application actually opens up September 5th oh, of right. this year. So coming up very soon. Um, and, uh, that you can find on autismspeaks.org website. Um, and so that kind of gives you a little bit more details. Um, in addition to, um, dedicating ourselves to provide the best support to the families and individuals, um, we do our best to kind of connect them to someone who can help them further. So I love that part, kind of connecting the dots with service providers, families, and, uh, individuals. That's great. Thank you. Well, I'm actually a little curious. How has Autism Speaks changed throughout the years? An yeah. organization as large as it is, I'm sure it's changed quite a bit since its founding. 
Mm -hmm. Absolutely has. Just like every company, it kind of goes through like different cycles, rebrands, has a different color, has a different logo. Um, Ours always stay the same as a puzzle piece. But now from when we started in 2005, where it was blue and it was predominantly a lot of uh, boys being diagnosed with autism, that's why it was blue. Um, We are kind of transitioning to a colorful spectrum because there's so the spectrum is so broad and so big, small, everyone. Um, We just want to make sure that everyone feels included and that kind of puzzle piece is now getting diversified and colorful. Um, Since the start of 2005 with Suzanne and Bob Wright, they co-founded Autism Speaks. Um, It was inspired by their grandson who was diagnosed with autism. Um, They were very passionate, um, caring and loving grandparents. They just wanted to help their grandson. Um, And so with the leadership and vision of Autism Speaks, it has grown into the world's largest, you know, autism science and advocacy organization. We really love our research breakthroughs. Um, Once again, 89 cents of that dollar goes back to certain research programs and the community. So we kind of pick and choose and split it up. Um, But we like to also advocate and make sure that each state is really uh, being as inclusive and making sure that all the rights and needs of our individuals are being met. they, we, the rights helped us raise funding for, you know, groundbreaking science, um, effective advocacy and extensive family services, um, which enhance the lives now and into the future. Uh, today, we continue that vision and mission and dedicate our time in supporting individuals and families impacted by autism. Wonderful. Well, <laughs> it's, it's nice to know kind of the, the other side of things, knowing that, you know, that that money that is being raised is going to research or going back into the communities because I know that you all do so many wonderful things. And um, that's why Matthew and I, you know, wanted to interview you to kind of share some of those things and inform people on the organization as a whole. So I learned something today about the blue original color Mm -hmm. for the puzzle piece. And for those listeners who might not really understand why a puzzle piece is used for the logo or to represent autism, um, does Autism Speaks kind of provide any information as to why that is your old logo? Yeah, um, I love the puzzle piece kind of because j- it signifies the complexity of the autism spectrum, meaning once again, it's such a large spectrum and no one is the same. Like so many different, so many, um, you can have different behaviors, communication, sensory needs, um, the list goes on and on. So just using a colorful pu- puzzle piece, um, it recognizes and acknowledges all the diverse individuals with autism. So just our little right. puzzled, you know, yes. complexity with it. <laughs> so I actually have another question. Say I want to get involved with Autism Speaks. What's the best way to get involved with the organization? Another great question, Matthew. Um, And it's one of my favorites. Uh, I love, again, I don't mean to talk and boast about our website, but autismspeaks.org has a tab that literally is labeled Get Involved, um, which lists all the amazing ways to get involved with our organization from getting involved on the volunteer or local events um, all the way up to the advocacy and going to Capitol Hill Day um, in D.C. So really, you can get involved at any any capacity that you're looking for um, on the local level or a little bit bigger and making some big changes. So um, we love when people get in- involved, whether that's individuals, families, or just companies, um, because it just we we love to explain, educate, and then just kind of spread that awareness. Wonderful. Um, and Matthew and I are really excited to be involved too. And I think it would be helpful for you and I, Matthew, to to kind of explain how we got involved with Autism Speaks and some of the things we're doing this year. So when Matthew was first, you know, diagnosed. In the early 2000s, my parents were seeking resources and Autism Speaks was one of the 
new organizations at the time that was kind of out there sharing information and growing up in Northern Kentucky, we attended the Autism Speaks Cincinnati Walk. So we had experience with that. But when I was fortunate enough to win Miss Missouri, I wanted to reach out to different organizations in the St. Louis area that that were doing this work. And Matthew and I kind of discussed what what organizations we would like to partner with and Autism Speaks was at the top of the list. Um, So Matthew, do you want to tell a little bit about some of the upcoming events we're doing, especially the walk? I know that you're, you're really excited about that. I am. So for those of you who are tuning in, Haley and I are going to be doing a autism walk. And at the walk, I'm going to be presenting my story, our mission to help promote neurodiversity and hope to do all these amazing things with the neurodiversity community. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're we're really excited about that and connecting with other families that Mm -hmm. will be there. And like Alexis said, maybe some of those adult resources will be really great for our family to check out. Yeah. Um, And then as Miss Missouri, Alexis and I are actually going to travel across Missouri and promote the Autism Speaks Kindness Campaign. Um, So Alexis, do you want to share a little bit about the Kindness Campaign and, and kind of what we hope to do in schools and how schools can get involved too if we have any school administrators? administrators listening. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty funny. Even before I started with Autism Speaks, I kind of always did the kindness campaign. Yeah. Um, learn with kindness because it's just a super easy um thing or lesson plan to just kind of put into kind of the day, the week, whatever um, that the teachers have going on. We know that the teachers have a full plate for them. So we really create every template, every um, document and all the materials and all they really have to do is teach kindness. Um, So they're going to do these little daily acts of kindness that spread awareness and um, inclusivity throughout the schools, um, you know, with kids who may be a little different, but it doesn't matter because, you know, kindness should mean it everything to everyone. So it's really a really exciting part. And then we'll be talking about your books. So it kind of just really links well with what our mission is with Kindness Campaign and yours. Yes. So Matthew and I are super thankful for Autism Speaks for the support. And we're not just going to the walk. We're also going to attend the golf tournament event in June. And then there's a top golf event in November, Mm -hmm. a chef gala. And then Matthew um, also coming up gets to be on the national autism speaks podcast, adulting on the spectrum. So Mm -hmm. we're really excited. Yeah. Yep. And then get ready for the walk, you two. You I guys know. will be on stage. You will be leading the teams right to around Central Field. So yes. you uh, you both will be right in the front if that's okay with you, Matthew. That's totally all right. Tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, it is exciting. So we're just thankful for the opportunity. But I mean, speaking about the walk. Can you tell us a little bit about what goes into planning an event like that? I know that you're in kind of the the thick of things right now with the walk coming up in a few weeks. So if you just want to share how you even begin to plan an event like that and what goes into it, because I don't think people really realize how much planning goes into such a big event like that. Yes, uh, very good question. And it, it's really hard to even start <laughs> um, kind of thing with us. Like we kind of still continue the fundraising until like April. So like it doesn't really end for us until like kind of next year. And then that next walk starts again. So we do it in fiscal years. But um, what plans out of walk, you know, you always want to have a very good, strong committee who has the same passion, the same mission. They want to make it a success 
successful event. They want to make sure we hit our goal. So having that type of support with the committee um, really kind of kickstarts. Um, then kind of type eight myself, I organize <laughs> each month to what I need to do, meaning making sure that teams get registered from last year, um, getting new teams on. Um, so a lot of uh, collaboration and speaking to a lot of teams and families. Um, then it kind of goes into the vendor aspect. So you have to call your vendors. And so this is like stage, table, tents, um, uh, what else? Uh, table, tents, chairs, um, refreshments have to be there. We have to feed our participants, of course. Um, so hopefully I, you know, we get all that donated. I love to go to Costco and certain local places, St. Louis Kalachi Factory. They always give us a ton really? of kolaches the morning of, and they love to do it because, you know, we are 501c. So it's a, it's a great thing because it's a tax write-off for you and we get that food mm -hmm. donated. Plus we don't have to take out any money that's going right towards our mission and yes. right towards research and that makes right, basically community. Um, encouraging and supporting the teams and the fundraising journeys because sometimes it's not easy but I do I feel a good job at the tour yeah. and the fundraising center so I really love to help uh, volunteer recruitment coordination uh, coordinating that sponsor and service provider development which is so important as well as stewarding those relationships and while keeping in budget <laughs> and raising <laughs> funds for the goal so a little mix of everything I wear okay. many different hats but um, yes. overall event planning and fundraising yes. does have a lot of things to it <laughs> wow that that sounds like a lot. So thank you for taking the time <laughs> out of your schedule to talk with Matthew and I today. We appreciate it. Of course. So I have another question. What will the St. Louis Walk look like? What services will be provided there? And what can the families expect when they arrive? Absolutely. So um, some people like to kind of look on our Autism Speaks. Uh, if you kind of you could either do autismspeakswalk.org and find St. Louis's walk page or just Google it um, in the Google ta uh, search bar. Um, so basically on that walk site, it gives you kind of the timeline. So event starts at 830 um, opening ceremony that you guys will be a part of <laughs> starts at 955. Um, we start our walk at 1015 and then it kind of gives you the location, tells you where to park, um, lets you know what the route is. And it's about approximately one mile right around central fields and then we come on back um I love to have my little I call them pep teams okay. around the walk because it gets people excited like why are you walking like if there's no music and excitement I don't want to be a part of it um <laughs> and I make sure my pep teams have food and, or snacks and water because I love snacks and drinking so I think that mm -hmm. you know everyone if they weren't able to grab that before the walk they will have that accessibility um access to them and then um, just the type of service providers that are going to be there. I mean, we have Dental Anesthesia Center, which is our continuing sponsor. It's actually their 16th year with us. Oh, my goodness. Um, and they just love to do it because they really have a niche for the special needs community and know how to help and handle with each person that kind of comes in. So we have a dentist, which is really tough sometimes for their guys on the spectrum to find. Um, a lot of ABA providers, PT, OT, speech. Um, oh my goodness, the adult resources, like I said, just that transition, resume building. I mean, anything that you can think of of the services that a person is looking for, we will be having that at the walk. Like that is my whole thing. Our walk should be a one-stop shop for families to find everything they need. That's amazing. So. And it's, I think it's really overwhelming for families too, especially when someone is first diagnosed to mm -hmm. try to figure out what resources they even need. And sometimes it's not until you encounter one of those situations, like making a dentist appointment, mm -hmm. that those considerations are kind of come to mind. So having them all in one place is probably really great for families to 
think about those things and, and plan those, those and interact out. with them and yeah. kind of build that relationship too. Mm-hmm. So it's nice and easy for when that time of that appointment comes like, Oh, I remember you from yeah. the walk. That That yeah. is nice. Well, I, I think that's great. And I know Matthew and I are excited to interact with the service providers and, and other families, but Speaking of families, how can families and friends become involved? How do they sign up for the walk? Yeah, absolutely. So two ways to get involved. You can first create a team for free on that walk day website that I told you about. Either search St. Louis Autism Speaks Walk 2023 in the Google bar <laughs> or just look up on our website again, autismspeakswalk.org and you just search uh, St. Louis, Missouri. So you will just create a team, put your information in. Um, really easy to do. Uh, there's that fundraising portal that kind of helps you like give you, hey, what's the next step? All right, you get to customize your page, add some photos. Like you get to make your team page you. Mm-hmm. Um, I love creating QR codes for families because, you know, after COVID, a lot of us are used to QR codes now. So that's an- another way to kind of get them to get involved in that team. And then again, just in the event uh, of it being free, um, they're inclined to donate to our organization. That would be, you know, very kind of me appreciate it. But if they do want to get involved at any type of capacity, I never say no to volunteers. Oh yeah, We got that tab on the main website. Um, but there's always ways to get involved. Create a team today. Yes, <laughs> I think Matthew and I are going to create our team this weekend. So we're we're excited about that. That's wonderful. So speaking of teams, I think another great question would be, what's the best way to start a team and the best way to fundraise for this walk? Yeah, well, what I found is that when you have a connection or a passion or any type of relationship with autism, like that's the easy part, like, oh, finding a team, Mm -hmm. finding your support system, meeting your family and friends, that's the easy part too. like, they can just add team members to it. Um, So the fundraising aspect aspect of it is, excuse me. In the fundraising portal, we give you the options on how to fundraise. We teamed up with Facebook and you could do, um, I see a lot of success fun, uh, success with fundraising mm-hmm. through Facebook. You sync your face, uh, Facebook up to your fundraising page and that's a lot of easy ways to kind of get that fundraising in. Um, you can just, uh, putting yourself in the community and speaking to your personal groups about supporting the cause that means so much to you. Um, because when people see how passionate you are, I think all three of us can uh, yes. agree <laughs> and feel, um, they just know that they want to support it and help at it some way. Um, and so creating a team is definitely the fun thing. Um, this year we're doing a team village. Um, so for certain teams that raise a certain amount of money, um, they get their own team tent where we strongly encourage them to decorate, you know, to possibly grill, you know, to really make it like their team tent Mm -hmm. and just a very good experience for everyone who comes that day. Yeah. Well, we are so excited for the walk and to experience it all and see all your hard work come to fruition. But um, is there anything else that you would like to share about the walk or about Autism Speaks in general? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you haven't been to the St. Louis Walk yet, I strongly encourage you um, to check it out. Once you see this whole event just come together, the company, service providers, um, we have a great entertainment with a um, artist on the spectrum going to be performing. Um, and just most importantly, the families. Like it just warms your heart kind of like in the end that there's a supportive community like this that exists and that continues to dr- thrive like each and every time. So I just hope to see you there. If it's not in the St. Louis Walk, definitely check out to see if there's a walk near you. Yes. Um, but the organization just wants to support and we hope others want to join in on that.
Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Alexis, for taking time out of your very busy schedule to join us on Puzzle in Progress. Um, make sure, if you haven't already, listeners, to visit our website, Wix.com. And while you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating. Or if you'd simply like to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And if you like the show, you might want to check out our books, See the Able, Not the Label, and Frankie and Finn. See you next time.